Welcome to the Diocese of Gallup, Crozier Cats. This is your host, Bishop James Wall, the Bishop of the Diocese of Gallup. Hope all is well in your life. Uh, we continue to experience the effects of the coronavirus pandemic around the world, here in our own country, in our own communities. And so there are a lot of different things or wrinkles that that's caused in a lot of people, in, in people's lives, different people's lives. And so it's caused a bit of a wrinkle in our two guests that we have today. Um, who we have today are my nephew, Hayden Wallace, and his wife, and uh, Nicole Wallace, formerly Nicole Schuler, and uh, they were married on the 17th of April, which would have been um, uh, Friday of Easter week. And so if you remember, most dioceses were closed down, or we had restrictions on how many people could be present for uh, different masses. And um, their wedding took place in Chandler, Arizona, at our home parish at St. Juan Diego. And uh, we were able to have 10 people that were present present for that. So today what I want to do is just um, have a nice little conversation about these two. So um, how long, when did, when did you guys first start dating? Uh, so we've been together now for four years total. And we started dating because... April 2nd, 2016. Yeah. And uh, I met her through uh, her cousin that was dating my sister at the time. And it kind of started, uh, you know, I went through a bad breakup before that. And, you know, I didn't, didn't really want to date, you know, seriously with anyone. You know, I was just out against the world. And he's like, hey, I'm going to set you up on a blind date with my cousin. You know, she's really pretty. She's Catholic. She drives a BMW. And I was like, oh, a BMW. No, that was nothing like that. Um, <laughs> But basically what happened, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to not gonna go on a blind date. I just, I don't believe in blind dates and this and that. And a couple of weeks, months go around, and April 2nd, like we were saying, I ended up just texting her and I said, hey, you know what, you know, uh, I would like to take you out on a date. Yeah, you actually texted me on Easter that yep, year. Yeah, Easter. And you know, I said, you know what the heck, you know, I'm just going to text her and I'm going to see where this goes. Um, I didn't expect anything to happen, uh, but... Uh, Little did I know, we're obviously married now and been together for four years, but... Obviously. Obviously. Um, but it was really great because uh, I pulled up to her and she was going to GCU at the time, Grand Canyon University, and I pulled up in my mom's minivan that looked like a hatchback, and I kind of got away with the hatchback look. Uh, but right when I saw her, I remember the uh, exact thing she was wearing. She was wearing a green dress and flip-flops, and I knew right when I saw her, I was in trouble. And I knew I was probably going to marry this girl. First date, hit off, went to Carabas. Um, she ordered a margarita pizza. A tomato fell out of her mouth. We had 55. Really? Yeah. Did, yeah. 55 <laughs> inside jokes before we left. And it, we just, we hit it off. And, you know, she's definitely the lightness and, and uh, the light and the dark at that time. And I am mean, just always thank God for bringing her into my life. So it's been a very, very eventful four years and especially when you know we planned on getting married and things didn't end up the way it was and I we just kept telling each other it was God's will and you know this is exactly what we wanted it to but so Nicole let me let me ask you what did you think when you first heard that uh, this guy you should meet this guy I kind of thought you know I can get my own dates sure I'll go I'll go on a date with him if he wants to take me on a date. I actually didn't realize, but Hayden had 
followed me on Instagram a few months earlier, and I didn't follow bit, him back. Bit of a creeper, huh? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I was looking at, I, I just didn't even notice his account. I just thought it was a spam account because of the types of photos you posted. I do go to the gym a lot. In the gym. And so I didn't follow him back, and my cousin was like, oh, Hayden's really hurt that you didn't give him a follow back. And I was like, what? Like, so nobody's followed me recently. He's like, oh, well, a couple of months ago. So on that date, I followed you back. <laughs> Yeah, so the, you, the, the funny thing you both probably thought was each each one, you probably thought the other one was a charity case. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah I, better, I better make this uh, this guy's life worthwhile, yeah. or I better make yeah. this gal's well, life enough, worthwhile. Funny enough, we both on that day were so nervous and both thought about canceling. Mm -hmm. And it's just wild to think that if we had done that, we would never have made it to this point. Taking pictures while we're doing this, just so you can see what this Pause looks like. for a quick smile. Yeah, yeah my family's here for, um, part of my family's here for uh, the week, for the 4th of July week, and actually today everybody goes home, so wanted to do a podcast and talk about something. I think it's kind of interesting. So, you know, they talked about how they, they met each other and everything, but um, we have, uh, one of my nieces was married on the 13th of March, which was a Friday night. And then pretty much that weekend, everything shut down. Mm -hmm. And so she was able to have her full wedding, full reception, all these different things. But we knew, you know, I think there was a bit of talk of these things happening. Mm -hmm. And then two days later, everything shut down. And and so Hayden and Nicole got married right in the middle of, of, of the pandemic and when all the, the churches were shut down. So in the Diocese of Phoenix, you were able to have 10 people present at, um, at the Mass. So... Um, let's talk about that because I think some of the things we talked about was maybe moving it up, maybe keeping it the day, mm -hmm. moving it back, doing different things. So maybe what were you, what were you guys thinking about when, when you got that news? Well, we kind of were talking about it too at um, Madigan, my, my cousin's uh, wedding, just back and forth, you know, when we had time to talk and, you know, planning a wedding is very, very stressful. And on your family, on yeah. yourself, it's yeah. just... So anyone that's planned a wedding knows how much stress goes into it, but now we have the added stress of will we even have the wedding because of mm -hmm. COVID. We have to let everyone know like they're going to have to cancel their flights or their mm -hmm. hotel plans. We're going to have to cancel mm -hmm. all of our wedding plans. I remember making a list when we decided, and I was like, okay, so we need to call our venue. We need to call all of mm -hmm. our guests. <laughs> we need to cancel our dessert, whatever mm -hmm. it was. It was just like, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to handle this? Mm -hmm. And all the preparation that went into it and, you know, she had to get all, all this stuff for bridesmaids, groomsmen. I had to coordinate because I wore a kilt when I got married. So there was yeah. a lot of coordination with getting a kilt rental and if they would be shut down, et cetera, et cetera. Why did you wear a kilt when you got married? My uh, grandpa on my dad's side, my last name's Wallace and we're of Scottish descent. And I have the Ancestry.com to prove that as well. That's my <laughs> uncle, Bishop well, Wall, gave me. Were you ever um, Were you ever tempted to yell freedom? I was at multiple points. <laughs> like of the yes, of course. Actually, funny thing, in high school, I used to yell that before every time we worked out. You could have yelled it right at the end of your wedding. I could have. And that would have been a really good sign. Like, I, true freedom <laughs> is following it, God's it, plan. Exactly. It I been, was waiting for it. <laughs> just a big freedom yell. But... Uh, but I am Scottish, and my, my grandpa gave me his kill when he passed away. And uh, I wanted to be the first in my family to get married at kill. It was something I always wanted to do, and um, it was some some persuasion I had to get to Nicole. It that, took me a you know, little bit of time, but we were together for four years before we got married, and I knew that was really important to you. And when I saw you, I was stunned. You just looked so amazing. Yes. 
I look pretty good myself. You did. I'm not gonna lie. Modesty is not one of the strong but, points. So, uh, but just uh, the the role that COVID played in our in our in our wedding, um, some people might think it was a bad thing. Honestly, between Nicole and I and everyone listening, it was actually one of a, like a really good thing to happen to it us. It was the biggest blessing. Yeah, as, as bad as it sounds, it was as, a really good thing to happen to us because we. Were Why really, was it a blessing? Because we were really stressed with, you know, we wanted to start, we started out planning our wedding with a very small number. Things just kind of grew on and kept growing. And, you know, we have big families from her side, my side. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of people even from, you know, out of the country, et cetera, from my dad's side too. And, you know, we were just very stressed about this. And during this time, there was a lot of the talks of the COVID and you know, we, we were didn't know it was going to happen. Every other day, something new happened. And so once we decided, okay, we're going to continue and we're going to get married on this day with just our immediate family, it was like a weight was lifted off of our shoulders. Yeah, Nicole was... Immediately felt at peace. She, she had all this stress build up. And I'm not one to get too stressed under the pressure, whatever it would be, of you know maybe not having it or not. But I know just seeing her and every day, it was just a struggle for her. And, you know... Yeah. She was, you know, she grew up as a girl, and obviously as a guy too, waiting to get married. But her <laughs> girl, and, yeah. Thank right. you for finishing that sentence. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but it was just a, a real big blessing in the fact that um, I think God wanted us to have that small, intimate wedding with our family, and we He didn't want us to worry about who's going to be there and who we're trying to impress and all these different things. He wanted us to be there on that day with, with our witnesses and obviously my uncle that, you know, wed us. And um, it was just such a big blessing. And it was, I could take away everything, all the emotions she had and I had and without all these faces looking at us. And that kind of sounds bad. And I would love to have my family there. And we live streamed our wedding. So everyone yeah. was still able to watch it and join in with the celebration in that but way. It, but it was just so beautiful to be Surrounded by 10 people, yeah. you know, my two aunts. and We weren't focused on planning a huge party or showing off. Yeah. We were focused on the sacrament. You know, and everyone's wedding to each their own. And we, we, we were, we had cards and they were dealt that way. And it was just a beautiful moment where we could just sit, in, sit you know, get married and look in each other's eyes and not worry about a care in the world. And it was just so beautiful and just, you know, being married and, and, and that's why COVID was kind of a blessing for us. Now, COVID itself is a very, very, you know, bad thing. And, you know, stay safe, everyone listening on there, wear a mask, et cetera. But for us in general, wedding-wise and marriage-wise, um, I think God gave us a, a really, really great blessing. And, you know, we pray, we pray on it. We prayed on it every day, and it just kind of happened. And he gave us that intimate, beautiful wedding that we always wanted. And Yeah, I think something. one of the things we always talk about is, you know, it's important that you, you prepare for a marriage rather than a wedding, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, a marriage is lifelong, a wedding's a moment, and, the, and that's important too, but marriage is something that's lifelong, and it's something that we say, you know, I, I love and honor you all the days of my life, and that means till death do we part. And so I think that's one of the important things to do this. And I, I, I would say, you know, the old saying is, if life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Mm -hmm. And so we were dealt a particular hand, and I think you guys played the hand really well um, in that it you were going into it with the intent of the most important thing was the sacraments, you're preparing for marriage. But I think what it really did for all of us, I mean, I can just say this myself, it really 
it really caused me to, to kind of focus um, on the sacrament itself. So let's focus on the Mass, focus on the sacrament and the life that you guys were um, were preparing for, for the, for the rest of your life. Now, we, um, I think we, we did a couple things I thought was fairly created. You had a lot of uh, family and friends outside the uh, church, and they were social distancing. Mm -hmm. And their cars. <laughs> yeah, and their cars. And so we had, you know, people... We had a little procession, uh, mm -hmm. Quinn, uh, his brother Quinn, and, and uh, myself and Hayden processed around so everybody could see us before we went in. And then Nicole went out with her dad and before she walked in so everybody could see him. And then the second one in the doors, well, they were all outside on their, their uh, smart devices, so mm -hmm. everybody was able to watch watch the, uh, the Mass. And some people even watched the Mass at home and then shot down right at the very end. Mm -hmm. We have some family members who will be nameless who did that. <laughs> but um, and they were able to do that. So I think, again, that was a, a good way we were able to do that and to keep that, that safe distancing because that was fairly early on in the pandemic and we just didn't know um, what was dangerous, what wasn't dangerous. So I think we were, we were just being overly cautious. So you guys were supposed to go on a honeymoon mm -hmm. to Spain. What was the name of the place? Malaga. Malaga. It's one of the oldest cities. It might be the oldest city in Spain. It's near Seville, yeah, right? Not too far from Seville. Right by Morocco, too. It's a, it's a port city. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of traffic in and out. Beautiful cathedrals there we were going to visit. A big coliseum for bullfighting. Uh, but we were, we were real excited to go there, too. And um, it just didn't work out. And we wanted to wait to the last possible moment to be like, okay, you know. Yeah, that was one of the first things that we decided we weren't going to be able to do before even lessening our the number of people who were able to come to our wedding, we're like, we cannot go to Spain mm -hmm. during all of this. There's yeah. no way. And then gradually other things started getting adjusted. But yeah. We prayed on it and, you know, we let we let through the whole process because obviously it's something we can't control. It's the virus we can't see. And, you know, we just, uh, every night we prayed and, you know, we made sure that, you know, if, if it didn't happen, you know, we'd be happy about it. Mm -hmm. um, but we ended up going to, uh, my family has a, like a like a house up in Flagstaff and we ended up just going there and it was uh, just an amazing experience and obviously Spain would have been something you know out of this world and you know, outside the country but we saw a wonderful honeymoon mm -hmm. and ironically enough Hayden's aunt and uncle Craig and Monique they actually took their honeymoon yeah the Thir 35 well. years mm -hmm. prior yeah so, <laughs> almost to the day yeah. 35 years almost I felt to the like day it was there. you know very symbolic and it was just something that Nicole and I were very happy about and we, we went on walks every day got to enjoy the beautiful weather yeah and then uh you actually came up yep. for a bit you did toward the end of it yeah very yeah. fun played pool food and that was the highlight of your honeymoon it was I was like <laughs> we had geez. been there a week and we decided to invite <laughs> <family>. <laughs> I'm Jimmy getting here I'm getting bored exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it, it was real great and you know Spain obviously when whenever this does end is something that we want to still go on uh obviously we Neither of us have left the country. Uh, Nicole's from Minnesota, and I'm obviously from Arizona, but uh, we've always wanted to leave the country and see what else was out there, and we had a whole trip planned of seeing all the Catholic cathedrals and all that good stuff. But then again, you know, I think it was God's way of saying, you know what, just a very intimate time up in Flagstaff, and, you know, enjoy your family when they come out there after yeah. this. I think we were there seven days, and they came out for a couple days, so... Again, it was just something we prayed on every day, and God just keeps answering our prayers, and we just kind of left everything in, in the, the 
with him on the steering wheel and just driving us in, to where we needed to go. So I think one of the words that we've used a lot during the pandemic and, you know, governments are used this and we look at the church and things when we talk about what's essential. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think if anything, again, you know, that somebody gives you lemon, you make lemonade. I think um, one of the things that this has really caused is to say, OK, what's essential here? Mm -hmm. And what's essential is the sacrament. I think that this takes us all the way back to the beginning where man and woman are creating the image and likeness of God. God said it's not good for man to be alone. Uh, he creates a help, helpmate, right, partner, suitable partner. And the scriptures say that they come together. And God gives them the commandment uh, to be fruitful and to multiply. And so we see uh, the primary end of marriage is to be open to the gift of life. And um, so that always uh, be open to children and then rearing children and rearing them in the, in the ways and the practice of our Catholic faith. So I think if there's there's one thing I would say, that is that's what that's what this has done. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to share one of the things I said in the homily, and because uh, this I have, I have uh, two brothers, so Hayden has uh, three uncles on our side, and um, and we've known Nicole for a long time. We all got to 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 uh, know her and to love her, and so my brothers and I periodically have these long breakfasts, and usually. We uh, solve all the problems of the world. Most importantly, we solve the problems of the Arizona Cardinals. You know how we're going to get to a Super Bowl. But um, it, it was it wasn't unusual for us to when we discussed these two Dayton uh, that we would say um, we were going to kill Hayden if he didn't uh, propose to Nicole. And so uh, so that's that's uh, that was something I got to share in, in the homily uh, when I was preaching. Obviously, there were other things probably a little more meaningful and theological than that. But, um, but we were able to do that. So we're wrapping down the, this our podcast. We're grateful for Hayden and Nicole to join us. And as we're doing this, we've got the dogs running around us. We have two outside. There's a puppy inside, thank God. She would, uh, she would throw a monkey wrench into the whole work. So if there is one thing that you could say about your marriage, about your vocation, um, just the events over the last two, three months, um, what what would it be? So I'll go with you, Hayden, first. So I think uh, we I kind of mentioned it before when we were talking or we listening to Patrick Madrid, and um, I think it's just having God at the cornerstone of your relationship as a marriage. Um, you know, communication's real big. We always if there's a problem, we always you know upfront about it, and I don't want things to dwell. And that's something we've lived by for the four years we've been dating, um, the two months we've obviously been married. But I think just having God at the cornerstone in the middle of you guys is 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 the best advice or something we always live by because, you know, it's, it's Nicole and I and God in there. And, you know, we, we live by the way he wants us to live by. And, you know, I love her just as God loves us and how he wants to spread his love throughout, you know, all the world. And, um, Nicole and I, you know, we're, we're very, very passionate about our beliefs and stuff like that. And it's, it's a blessing to have her, um, so dedicated to me as I'm dedicated to her and God being in the middle of it. And I just, that's what I recommend for anyone out there. I know we've only really been married for two months, but we've been together for four years. And almost geez, three. Almost three, yeah. That's watch right. Out. Yeah. Um, coming up on it. Yeah, but I just think, uh, you know, my biggest recommendation for anyone getting married or anyone already married um, is just having God there and, you know, praying on things and being open with each other. Because you guys are a team, you know, and if a team doesn't, you know, facilitate their problems it's just going to dwell and you're going to have a big you know blowout or something like that a big yeah. blow up eventually and Hayden always said initially when we started dating that communication and honesty were the most important things and 
it was hard for me because I came from, not the honesty part, but I, I come from Minnesota, the land of passive aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. And so huh. it was difficult initially to voice my thoughts and just communicate as well as Hayden could communicate with me. But through the four years, we really learned how to do that well and effectively. And even initially in our relationship, we we shared our morals and how we wanted to move forward in our relationship. And I would say that's just the most important part and what was most helpful leading up to our marriage. Nice. All right. So last question, quick little answer. Um, besides being, in, you know, being married, in 20 years, what do you see your life like in 20 years? I'll go with, I'm going to go with uh, Nicole first. Nicole, what do you think? 20 Definitely years. Definitely a family larger than the two of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably say probably the same thing. We want three to four kids. And then, of course, some three to four. Three to four. That's not very many. What, five or six? Exactly. Want to pump those numbers up? No, the, the answer is always going to be as many as the Lord blesses you with. As many as the Lord blesses me with. Yeah. Us with. Yeah, I think thank you for that. And maybe one or two golden retrievers on the side, too. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're excited for fur babies and human babies mm-hmm. in the future. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, good. Well, thanks for being my guest this week on our, awesome. on our Crozier cast. Yeah. And uh, many blessings to you guys as you start your life together. Again, we're creeping up on three months. And um, thanks for joining us on uh, Crozier cast. And um, if, you, if you like it, go ahead and like it online. And and share this with your friends, and uh, have a blessed summer. God bless.